Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us. This is Family First Life Tri-State Training Day podcast. We are elated today. We got Erica Walker, Senior Vice President of FFL Blessings, Elite Producer, and honestly, just completely crushing it, charging, taking names, kicking butt, you know, helping over 300 plus families a month in only a six month window. She's got a lot to offer. I appreciate you jumping on with us, Erica. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you because I just I hear everything that's rippling through my my way, my airwaves is that you are a boss lady who's getting okay. it done and and um, innovating in our insurance space. So I'm, I'm honored to have you on and talk a little bit more about some of the things you're doing. But for the audience that doesn't know you, could you kind of give us a backdrop of who you are and where you're coming from? I'd appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, so I was in the insurance industry at my practice company for about a year and a half. Um, we did some in home and then we switched to telesales, love the telesales model. Never thought I would see myself in the insurance industry. Honestly, it just hmm. kind of fell in my lap. Um, I started as an admin and then I was hiring people and it was like, wait a second, I could easily do this. So hmm. got my insurance license, was there for a year and a half. Um, and then I got to a point, honestly, I mean, I was making good money, but my team wasn't, it was kind of like a revolving door. Um, and my brother wanted <laughs> to join door. the insurance industry <laughs> yeah. and join the company. And I told him no. And he was like, why, if you're doing so well, like, why won't you, you know, share this with your friends and your family? And honestly, at that point, it really made me take a step back and, reevaluate what I was doing. Cause I was never a person that would choose money over my morals and values. Hmm. And it got to a point where I could no longer help people make a substantial income, hmm. especially when they're, you know, leaving their job or they're using this to pay their bills. Right. Like I couldn't, you know, look at them and tell them that I could make them successful. So, um, Josh Williams came to FFL and I saw a lot of people from my practice company come to FFL, but it was never people that were like big rock stars, you right. know? So <laughs> when I was like always, you know, hey, the grass isn't green on the other side, right. right? And so that's my motto. And when he left, it was like, wait a second, huh. like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I, I saw it on Instagram. I called and I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know, because he was making- well, you, you were know, very curious, there. right? Like at that point oh. in time. Yeah, that caught my attention. <laughs> um, and he pretty much filled me in about FFL and everything. And I remember thinking it was just way too good to be true. Ah. But I was like, you know, Erica, like, because I had a pretty good agency over at my practice company, you know, mm -hmm. so it was like I had to kind of get in the mindset of I'd have to start all over. Mm -hmm. um, but I knew I could produce. I knew I could write business. And the comp at FFL was is high, the highest. So mm -hmm. I literally was like, you know what, if this just is a fraction of as good as they say it is, <laughs> I'll be just fine. So that was my motto. I was even not even expecting it to be as good as what, 
it actually is. So I actually, I left that company um, and I didn't do anything like in insurance for three months. I took three months off of work of the industry, really kind of did a soul searching to see if this is something that I even wanted to do anymore. I was just so burnt out in the industry. Wow. Looked at real estate, looked at everything. And honestly, there's nothing out there like what FFL has to offer. Mm. So I remember Josh called me and I was, you know, on a beach in Hawaii, just escaping <laughs> the world. <laughs> like some Hawaii boy. <laughs> I know. And he, he, he's like, Erica, what are you, what are you doing? You know, he's like, come on, just give it 90 days. And then at the end of 90 days, if you hate it or you're not doing well, like you can leave. And so I was like, all right. So October was my first like all in month, full time, wow. gave it a shot and shoot fast forward six months. It's been a freaking wild ride. Good for you, man. That's that's awesome, man. Take that's that's serious. Um, yeah. So you you latch on to the opportunity. You must have went gangbusters day one as far as like being able to help families. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so when I came to FFL, I knew that I needed to like kind of make a name for myself. Um, and so I went on the mission my first month, my goal was to protect, you know, 50 families Mm. that month. And I didn't, I remember working shoot every day and until I hit it, I ended up submitting about protecting 56 families. And, um, and I, it's funny because I never had the intent of building an agency at all. Like I just was going to personally produce. Mm. And then when I saw kind of the value, just the value and the impact that I'm like, shoot, literally anybody, you know, with a work ethic and determination can do this. Mm. People just kind of started flooding to the opportunity without me even really trying. Hmm. Um, So then it was like, okay, let's, let's produce, you know, protect families and let's help other people, you know, change their life. So it was, it's been crazy. Yeah. That's all. How does it feel? It feels amazing. Like I, it's amazing. <laughs> That's great. I just love the way you said it. You had all the, the the vigor and spunk in the world, but you know, you're 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 doing well. You're helping families. You're giving back the opportunity to people, mm-hmm. and people are getting to benefit from from that. You're you've moved yourself into a leadership position where you're responsible. Where you know you're mental work ethic vision your ability to actually help people is you you now have responsibility you know that whole package how's that feel for you it feels amazing i've always wanted to be i always knew i was going to be a business owner um i the nine to five just never was something i was going to do um but i wanted to be in a business where it was never like just me being successful and making all the money and like look at me. I wanted something where I could take the average person that wants to change their life and have that has a work ethic and be able to help them. That was my biggest thing. I didn't want it to just all be about me. And with FFL, that opportunity has literally, it is here. And I think that's, I get more excited about, you know, we just promoted two logos last month Nice. and I get more excited about my team success and those text messages of Erica, you're such a blessing to me. You've changed my life. Like 
that is just, I mean, that's life changing. Making an impact in people's lives is something that is what I've always wanted to do. That's awesome. And it's happening and it's, it's picking up steam. You Mm -hmm. You know, you got two logos you just released and, and it's, it's going to be more. So that's, you know, I, I remember the feeling of being at the forefront of that, of that, where it was just starting to roll the way you always could envision it and knowing that momentum is going to carry it. So I, I know how that feels, and that's pretty awesome. Um, let's get into your practice, you know, kind of how you structure, you know, your days, your the way you, 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 you um, conduct business from a telesales perspective. Can you walk us, can you kind of open that up for us and kind of walk us through that? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing with doing telesales is having a schedule, Um, especially if you're building an agency or you have an agency or want to. Um, I have everything scheduled out. I'm up at, you know, 530 every morning, have my quiet time. I'm on Zoom by 7, 730, checking emails. Um, Eight o'clock, I eight to nine, I'm, you know, talking, catching up with the team. Then, you know, I'm dialing from nine to 12, you know, take a break, have another dial session in the afternoon and then help the team. Um, So I kind of structure in blocks. So I'll have, you know, two good chunks of my production time. And then, and people know, like, I don't answer questions. I don't help. Like I have other leaders on there that, you know, can, people can go to, to help. And then as soon as, you know, they have, as soon as I'm done, then I'm checking in, I'm going to breakout rooms, I'm training, I'm answering calls. Um, so I pretty much, I work like seven days a week, Sunday, I take like half a day off. Um, but the other half I'm doing, you know, recruiting and catching up on admin stuff. So, um, I mean, it's kind of nonstop, but I think the biggest thing with telesales is, you know, when you're working from home, people tend to get distracted. Mm. And I, that was me too, in the beginning. And I, once I set a schedule and really followed yes. it, it was when it was just, you know, you get into that rhythm and it just is smooth sailing when you have a schedule and stick with it. No doubt. So is that schedule <clears throat> impacted by the days or is that the same schedule every day? It's literally the same schedule every day. Got it. Mm-hmm. So how long are your dial sessions? The first one's three hours. Second one's about? Four. Okay. So about seven hours a day? Mm-hmm. It's a, is it appointment-based or you you call in the close? All call to close. I don't set any appointments at all. Got it. And what is your lead structure like, Erica? How, how are you? Um, what are you bringing in on a weekly basis? What are you What are you doing for leads? So I buy leads about. It depends on the week. If I want to have a big week, I'll buy leads three times a week. Typically, I buy them twice a week. Um, I spend about two grand on leads a week, um, and also you know protect about fifteen families a week. That's strong. On average, mm-hmm, that's kind of my my goal. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not afraid to spend more money if I need to, right? right? If I'm not at my goal, shoot, I'll buy more leads, you know, and do that. So, um, but you know, the leads that we're running are the same leads that you know people CRM and stuff like that that people run in home. Um, the only thing we're doing is just instead of setting appointments, it's just a call to close. So, got it. Now. Are you using more internet, more direct mail? 
What do you What do you currently use? I do ex? both. I love running final expenses. I do some mortgage as well. Um, I kind of like to mix it up. I literally I like to run everything so that when a new agent comes in, yeah. they don't have an excuse as to like she runs a special lead type. <laughs> you know, so special lead I have type. I have a county locked out. Um, but I, I honestly, I don't get a ton from them. And, you know, people have asked me, why don't you lock more counties out? I'm like, well, I mean, that's kind of a, yeah, I could, but you know, when I'm leading by example and I'm running leads that, you know, an agent has access to in the CRM, you know, it's like, Hey, you can do this too. No doubt. So easier approach, um, Mm -hmm. easier to teach more, more equip fingers, more dirty. Got it. Now you're. <clears throat> are you working in different time zones? Because with the ability to do telesales, you can literally work in five or six time zones from Hawaii Absolutely. to the East Coast. Are you actually doing that? And if you are, is that a strategy that you're doing? Like you have a bundle of leads that at maybe you know seven o'clock you pop open because you need to hit this area. How does that work? So I run a lot of East Coast. Got it. Um, so that way, when I'm you know start my dial time at like nine it's already 12 there and it's like their lunchtime. So I'm hitting people kind of at that point. And then for the later session, I'll do East coast again. Cause it's like their evening time. Mm. Right. And then if I'm working later, then I'll do like Pacific, I'll switch to Pacific. That's so um, <laughs> yep. And so that's, that's kind of helped me kind of target those people. If I have like a higher quality lead, like game time or something, I'll run those in the evening when they're home. So I'll dial, you know, my other leads during the day. And then when it hits like six o'clock, you know, East coast time, then I'll switch to the more higher quality leads. I won't call those like throughout the day. Now, how are you teaching this? Because you have a recipe that works for you. Do you Mm -hmm. tell people to figure it out? Do you tell like from a time zone standpoint, what works for them? Are they trial and erroring it? Or are you actually teaching something methodical that allows them to find their way? Oh, they're like glued to my hip. I I (laughs) teach them everything. (laughs) Um, So we have a Zoom room that our team's on. And so pretty much everybody, I require people to be on Zoom. If I say, you know, hey, you're you're a business owner. You can do your, you can do what you want, but your first five sit, you know, protecting your first five families, you need to be on zoom. Mm. Once you've done that, if you don't want to be on zoom anymore, Hey, you're an adult, that's up to you. Mm. Right. So they're on zoom the first day they're observing. We're all in a main room. When we get somebody on the phone, we unmute. Um, when they get to, you know, go grab a pen and paper, we go into a breakout room. So that allows agents to come and watch me present and Mm -hmm. it allows me to watch them present. So they're observing for the first day or so, and then they're dialing and getting on the phone. So we literally teach them everything and being able to work virtually, um, you know, having the zoom method of plugging in, they can share their screen. We can help them fill out applications. Like we help them do all of that, go over lead strategy, time zones. We have people on the East coast as well. So we definitely go over everything with them. Got it. And are you, um, is your, you have leaders obviously at this point, you know, so mm-hmm. is you're not shouldering the burden all by yourself. How are you, um, getting some of the how are you distributing some of that responsibility? So I pretty much, I don't take on direct agents anymore. I'm pretty much have found kind of my legs and my leader. So I funnel, um, 
they kind of do the basic stuff of, you know, any of the little detail work. And then I, it's kind of a tag team thing, honestly. Um, And since they're plugging in on zoom, um, they know that they have both of us that are there or anybody on the zoom that's, you know, knows what they are doing to help. Um, But so I pretty much just, Hey, whoever's a good fit with somebody is what, or who's, you know, producing and recruiting, you know, they'll have an agent and then it's pretty much both of us kind of tag teaming that training. Got it. How many legs do you currently have? I have I two solid ones that we just promoted to Logo, and then I'm working on a third. That's strong. Yeah, great business model. A lot of people are doing that now. Mm-hmm. When you think about your ability to recruit to this model, okay, you actually mm-hmm. you have a schedule, right? And in that mm-hmm. schedule, there's a recruiting times. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing that? What are you using to recruit? And how are you interweaving recruiting into, into this business model? So I mainly recruit on Instagram, honestly, um, adding people, you know, searching different sales jobs, messaging people. I try to have at least a hundred points of contact a day, mm. um, of people. So I'm constantly reaching out. I treat it honestly, just like a lead right? Like you have to have more leads Mm. to call family, you know, to get families protected. Same thing with recruiting. Um, you know, the more that you're reaching out to people, you know, somebody on my team said, you know, they're talking to 10 people a day. And I was like, imagine only buying 10 leads. Like that's Mm. not going to do anything. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) doing at least, you know, hundred points of contact a day. And I schedule that I do some in the morning and then some in the evening. Those are my, you know, recruiting times. And then I have my, hours blocked off if I need to do any recruiting calls. And then Sunday, I do the majority of calls on Sunday. Recruiting calls. Day off. Mm -hmm. Got it. So anything that goes from, you know, a message to an appointment, you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. And I utilize the video, you know, that Grady has out there for, you know, kind of the going over FFL. So I'm not hopping on the phone with just anybody. If I am, it's like a quick, you know, five, 10 minute call um, to get them onboarded. Right. Yeah, that's strong. I mean, that's something that, you know, obviously you guys are doing top down, you know, Hayden and Nina had, you know, gotten on a podcast with us, kind of went over that. Josh went over some of this with us. I mean, it's just, it's a very, when I say you're innovating, like a lot of the stuff you guys are doing is extremely innovative to the industry like to the industry from a standpoint mm-hmm. of we can do this entire thing virtual we can do this entire thing through social media we can do this hot, entire thing through the phone and zoom and we may or may not have to leave our houses you know, know like it's you so know nice. it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's awesome because it it gives hope to so many people when you mm-hmm, talk absolutely. about this platform that you run day to day 7 days a week how do you talk about this? Um, it's, shoot, you know, it's funny because a lot of people, they, that follow me on Instagram, they see what I post, you know, and this business is very attractive, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, I tell people like, Hey, you don't need to match my work ethic. Like, shoot, I'm trying to get, you know, to a goal fast, mm-hmm. you know, Um, and so I get that that's not everybody's goal, right. But it's something that you can literally make your, your own, whether you want, you know, you're a stay at home mom and you want to just do this part-time 
or you want to do it full time, you know, or you want to get an integrity deal. Like there's so you can literally make it your own. And so I think that that's, it's so attractive and just being able to work different time zones, work remotely, the access to the leads that we have, like there's literally nothing else like that. And when you just share highest comp in the industry, when you share that with people, it's just like, it, it makes sense to them, you know, and it's, it's something, you know, and yeah, there's people that aren't going to see that don't have that work ethic. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but majority of people, if they're in sales or if they're looking for something, it's just, it's a no, it's a no brainer for them once they really take a look at what we're doing. Crazy. Just crazy. I'm thinking just, you know, that, uh, that, um, TikTok that's like crazy. I'm just thinking, (laughs) 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 you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy, but it's, 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 it's awesome. And, um, now you're you're obviously recruiting unlicensed, recruiting licensed insurance mm-hmm. agents. But when you go outside and you think about sales, you know, what are some of your hot, you know, uh types of sales that you think translate well to insurance? Um so people in solar sales seem to do decent. Um people that obviously have insurance experience. Um People in the restaurant industry, I found to be really well. You know, it's funny because I feel like this isn't like a sales job, Mm. you know? And so sometimes people, if they have a lot of experience in selling people, don't do the best here. They kind of, unless that they really kind of leave that motto and mindset of how they did things to the side and kind of start fresh Um, because we're not really selling people, we're servicing families, you know, we're helping to protect them. And people can tell if you're selling, you know, being a salesperson versus you genuinely care about a family. Um, But, you know, people in the restaurant industry, you know, they see their work ethic are great. Um, And, you know, people also in other insurance agencies that, you know, haven't done so well that wanted to make it work, um, they do really well over here as well. No doubt. Yeah, I you know the the restaurant and I come from that industry. That was where I come. Oh, okay, from there you go. It's crazy work, <laughs> I think. And you're right. And I mean, and they're they're there to take care of people and mm-hmm. show them an Absolutely. experience, right? You know, mm-hmm. you can't really sell in the restaurant industry. I like the analogy because you already came into the restaurant. Like, what am yep. I selling you? You exactly. know what I mean? And no different than our deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you already filled out a form, right? Yep. Like, my job's to service. The you know my job is to make your experience worthwhile, mm-hmm. you know, for you and your family, and that's Absolutely. so that translates. And from a work ethic standpoint, that makes sense. If you were talking to a new agent today, and you you were kind of helping them understand what the opportunity here is, here at FFL is, what would be a parting shot you would leave for us? Um, I think the biggest thing is I tell people you have to control your emotions. I, you know, don't let your highs get too highs. Don't let your lows get too lows. And when anybody that comes on, I tell them, you know, listen, like you have an opportunity. This is your golden ticket. And it's like doctors, lawyers, what do they do? They go to school, they do internships. Mm -hmm. It takes them years to get that. And so I think sometimes people, they come into FFL, they see the big numbers, they see people protecting, you know, 10 plus families a week, and they hold themselves to that standard and expectation. And then when they start off slower, 
they think that they're failing. And so I always tell people like, this is a new career, especially, you know, if you haven't been in the insurance industry, it's, it takes time to develop your skill to get there. So I think that's the biggest thing I tell people with is just be consistent, have a consistent schedule um, and don't give up, give it months because it's going to work out. It's going to pay off. I've seen agents have a slow start and then they get in their groove and then they just take off. Um, and just, you know, keep your emotions under control and, you know, don't ride the two highs and it's a business. You're going to have highs, you're going to have lows. It's life. Um, but just saying that steady course of just, and having an end goal in your why and keeping that, you know, in mind, because your why pushes you on days you don't want to, you know, work or hmm. you're feeling down, you know? So that's pretty, that's, I tell, I tell new agents that all the time. I really try to emphasize that with them. No doubt. I, I, I wanted to just get into one thing before I let you go. And this thing might be elusive to some, you know, as they're getting started, you take people in the breakout rooms, kind of show them what you do. You know, what is your, you get someone on the phone. How do you typically want the conversation? How do you typically lay it out to try to get them to understand what, what's happening today? Yeah, I just tell them, you know, straight from the beginning, you know, we're going to do this all because of COVID. We're doing everything over the phone. Takes about 10, 15 minutes, you know, grab a pen and paper real quick, you know, and I let them know, hey, you know, I'm a broker. Um, You know, life insurance isn't something you can just buy. You do have to qualify for it. Um, And so I say, so all you can do today is, you know, fill out an application. Once you pick a plan, submit it and see what the insurance company says. So they know that they're going to fill out an Mm -hmm. application. Like they know that they're doing this. Um, So I pretty much lay it out. You know, people are very fine about doing things for the most part over the phone, just because that's the way of the world world (laughs) is now, you know, which is crazy, you know, so people refinance their house over the phone now. I did you that. Know? I was doing that for people in 2005. Yeah. You know, I was in the mortgage business for eight years. I get it. It's crazy. So, yeah, most of their people are very are very open to it. So, yeah, well, I mean, number one, I, again, appreciate you jumping on with me. Um, you, you know, you shed a lot of light here. But I think what I learned today is, <clears throat> you know, how much of a machine you are, you know. You're very calm, very cool, very collected, but you're, you're focused. You're going somewhere. You know where you need to be. You know how, what it's going to take to get there. And I think if I was listening to this as a new agent or someone who was trying to ramp my business up, that's what I'd be seeing. I'd be looking at a model and saying, she ain't messing around. Like, I mean, she's got a system, a schedule. She's there for her agent. She's recruiting. She's, I mean, like, so I know there's a lot of nuggets in this. But I'm a, I'm a kind of a macro guy. So I'm, as, I'm, as I'm taking this apart, Erica, I'm, I'm feeding it back to my audience. And I'm saying, I think you should look at these things. And then probably follow you on Instagram and, and find ways to see what it is you're doing. Because I know for a fact, y'all are headed towards 1,000 families a month with speed. Yes, and with sir. vision and with vigor <laughs> and with no, no let up. So impressive thank you so much for joining us and being able to shed light on some of the things you do i, I don't you. think this will be the last time we have you on so i'm glad I it's hope the not. First. we appreciate you so much erica thank you thank you ffl let's rock and roll we're breaking records we're smashing it let's keep it rolling appreciate you thank you so much ffl blessings god bless